Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. It's been a while since our last normal episode, I know. I hope Yang's event tided you over. I also hope my efforts to keep the podcast going bear fruit. I'd hate to lose it. But we are back for now, and though it was a pretty mild week, we do have some important stuff to cover. But first, a very warm welcome and a hearty thank you to our new patrons, Georgia, Shade, and Jeremy. Sorry it's so long overdue, Georgia, and actually I'm not sure if Jeremy joined or not, because Patreon and Google seem to have a disagreement about that, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, Jeremy. We love you either way. I'm not going to pretend that we're anywhere near breaking even on this venture, hence the breaks to try and suss out another revenue stream, but our patrons are the only reason we have lasted this long. On those down days when I think how much easier it would be to spend my time on other things, your financial and emotional support makes the difference, so that we can all hopefully continue to make as much a difference as possible. Thank you. And of course, quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. Now on to the news. One other takeaway I should mention from Yang's speech the other day is that he also seems, like myself, concerned about the rise of authoritarian sentiment in the U.S., as he mentioned that he thinks open primaries and ranked choice voting will make the system much more resilient to authoritarianism. He later tweeted the same. Basically, he said that he thinks having more parties will make us less vulnerable to any one party that gets co-opted by extremists. And that does seem to be true. The same reforms would also make it less likely for any party to be perverted in the first place. Overall, Yang is still focused on fixing the incentive structures that are driving bad behavior in politics, and that pragmatic, realist, problem-solving perspective is one of the things that I appreciate most about him. Changing the incentives is how you change behavior, not by demonizing the people who are following the bad incentives. And reform cannot come soon enough, because there may not be a later. In the 2020 election, Trump and many GOP legislators not only did their best to undermine trust in our elections with false claims that have repeatedly been debunked, they went so far as to ask partisan state legislators to send electors for Trump in states where their voters elected Biden. A blatant rejection of democracy. It was only laws and honorable officials holding to those laws that prevented the coup from potentially succeeding. Well, unsurprisingly, those protections are now under attack. Reuters interviewed or reviewed public statements for all current 15 declared Republican candidates for Secretary of State, the office that oversees elections, in five battleground states, Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Nevada. Ten of those 15 candidates have expressed a lack of confidence in the results of the 2020 election or flat-out claimed it was stolen. Only two of the nine interviewed acknowledged Biden as the legitimate winner of the election. That's less than 25% of GOP candidates for an election integrity position actually believe in the fundamental tenet of democracy that the voters decide who wins. If that doesn't scare you, it should. Democracy's position is becoming progressively more tenuous with time. If we don't succeed in pushing through Yang's election reforms, removing the filibuster to pass the Freedom to Vote Act, and more very soon, the trend will continue and the result is inevitable. We cannot afford to wait on this. Get the people in your life up to speed and get them engaged in lobbying for immediate action where it counts. 
Speaking of action, Congress. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But we do have a notable update on the reconciliation bill standoff between progressive and conservative Democrats, which in this case could better be termed corporatist pawns, as we've already discussed that none of their arguments are honest. It looks like Pelosi is siding with the pawns against the progressives. It's sadly no surprise she always does. She's pushing to pass the small bipartisan physical infrastructure bill first, which would remove any incentive for the pawns to pass the social infrastructure reconciliation bill. Reconciliation cannot pass without Manchin's bot group. The reality is that it's a matter of nihilistic chicken, with the question being, who is more willing to let nothing get done? My bet would be the pawns who are being paid by lobbyists to, well, stop things from getting done. Drug companies don't want the prescription drug price reduction in the bill. Health insurance companies don't want Medicare expanded. Polluters don't want the climate change provisions, and so on. And they have an easily corruptible target in Manchin and Cinema, who both have numerous confirmed profiteering scandals under their belts already. It's a lot easier to stop progress than to make it happen, so it's a major uphill battle for progressives here. As previously stated, the stuff in that bill is funding for good causes like education, healthcare, and green energy, but it's all subsidies instead of the superior option of just giving people money to afford those things, so the priorities are good, but the delivery could be better. Moreover, it contains the extended child allowance, which we really need. Our priority should be ensuring that part passes unmolested. But I've already gone over all of that. I'll link the thread in the description for anyone who didn't catch it the first time. Finally, for today, KaizenKC on Twitter says they're ready to establish a UBI super PAC and are looking for people to be on the board. That's about all I know about it, but if that sounds interesting, follow the link below and inquire. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the Secretary of State candidates thread, the reconciliation update, and the UBI PAC. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way, and don't forget to Yang Daily.